Hey, I bet you weren't expecting to hear from us this week, but surprise, here we are. Surprise! With a very special announcement. Isn't that right, Katrina? Super special announcement. We are launching a Patreon. Dun, da, da, da. Yay! So, before you shut this off thinking that the whole thing is just one big promo, I do want to let you know that after we give you a little information about our Patreon, we are going to have a sample of some of our exclusive bonus content that you can expect from Patreon, namely a blooper reel from one of our episodes and a sample story from one of our bonus episodes. So you'll get a full story from one of our bonus episodes that you can enjoy. Kind of a try before you buy sort of a deal. (laughs) But we do want to let you know before we get into that, that you don't have to do this. You know, you're not going to be missing out on any critical information that will be necessary to understand the free content that we already put out. And we won't be dropping like big name stories in this exclusive content. We're not going to be like doing a Snow White episode as bonus. Usually it's just going to be things we didn't have time for in our normal episodes or additional research or other fun stuff like that. So, so let's talk tiers. Right now, we just have two basic tier levels. We have Mirror Mirror, and that's for $2. And what you get for that one is our undying gratitude for supporting us. The warm feeling that comes with supporting independent creators. (laughs) Exclusive for you. (laughs) That tier also comes with the blooper reels for all of our public episodes going forward. We also already have 23 blooper reels that are from previous episodes that you've already heard. So as soon as you sign up, you're going to be able to hear a bunch of this content right off the bat. So it's kind of funny how these bloopers came to be because I just started making them while editing the episodes for my own enjoyment because I noticed all the funny stuff that we would say that just would be getting cut because it didn't fit or it didn't work and we were making mistakes. So I started making them and compiling them just to share with Katrina after we recorded and her husband actually like really loved listening to the blooper reels too. And we're like, oh my gosh, other people besides us might actually enjoy this. So now we get to share them with you. And I think one of the, my favorite parts of some of the blooper reels are they're not necessarily like little snippets of bloopers, but they're us telling random aside stories that have nothing really to do with what's going on, but we just like go off. So some of you may be surprised that there are tangents that don't make it into our episodes, but believe me, there are. <laughs> and they're sometimes a lot of fun. Most times a lot of fun. If they're not, they don't make it even into the outtakes reel. So we should even have an outtakes for our outtakes. <laughs> We're like, these are just pure garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that no one should hear. And we wish that we had not only not recorded them, but never even said them out of our mouths. <laughs> So the second tier that we have is for $5, and it's called Distaff Spinsters. Yeah, yeah. Which I quite enjoy. So with that tier level, you get even more undying gratitude from us. A burning feeling of warmth that comes with supporting independent creators. Ever so slightly hotter and warmer than the warm feeling from the $2 mirror mirror (laughs) tier. You get the blooper reels. And you also get a bonus episode every month. And in a bonus episode, it usually comes from extra research that didn't fit into the episode, a bonus story that I found and thought was hilarious, but couldn't really see how to connect it to an episode. And you also get 
more personal stories like the time that I thought I saw the Jersey Devil or when Jeff nearly shit his pants. <laughs> True story. And it fit in context with the episode. So. And sometimes you'll even get blooper reels for the bonus episodes. <laughs> because not only do we make uh, bloopers during our regular recordings, but also during our bonus recordings. We are just as inept, if not more, when we record our bonus episodes than our real episodes. And also, you'll receive a thank you card that is a Lino block art print made by me. Nice. I'm not incredible, but I but got... they are really cool. Yeah, and I got interested in it because of some of the research I did on one of the bonus episodes <laughs> about the Jersey Devil. And I so found... So it's totally appropriate. Doing my research, I found a block print that I found so shockingly hilarious and upsetting that I decided I wanted to make one for myself. <laughs> and then I got into uh, block printing. And she gets to share it with you. So the first month that you sign up, you'll get one of these cards in the mail from her. And she sent me some and they look really awesome. And I love them. And I hope you do too. So now, as promised, you're going to get a little taste of what you can expect from our bonus Patreon exclusive content. So here is a little taste of one of our blooper reels from a recent episode. Welcome back to the Fairy Tellers podcast. Anytime you say something, it sounds weird to yourself, right? Right. Or do you ever say something and you're like, man, I nailed that. <laughs> it always sounds weird to myself. I'm, yeah, I'm always like, I sound like an idiot. Welcome back to the Fairy Tellers podcast. <laughs> Not going to use that take. <laughs> Only for the outtakes. It is time to talk about the devil. It's time. <laughs> We're glad that we have you here so that we can talk to you about the devil. I think that is how I want to start the podcast. We're glad that you made it here to be with us today because we need to talk to you about the devil. Satan. There's just going to be a bunch of audio clips of me doing weird voices. <laughs> just. I love using the devil as a vehicle for discussion. Thanks, Satan. Oh, gosh. And now my Alexa is like, did you say something? <laughs> did you say the devil? Googling <laughs> the devil. Googling the devil. Now calling Satan. Phone... <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke I was about to make. You did it better, though. Scrolling down. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, you can't see what I'm doing. So I was like. It's like, pause for joke. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't have one. <laughs> We want to win in the end. Yeah. Because the other thing that I thought was um, was interesting about this story, I have just forgotten. Dang it. So, I keep saying so. I hope you cut all of them out, Jeff. Nope. Delisle? Delisle. Is it French? It is French. That makes sense. Delisle. Story-wise, that makes French. That makes French. <laughs> 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 I know that's going to be on the trailer at the end. Yes. Okay. How was your Valentine's Day, by the way? It was great, but <laughs> I left before the sexual orgy started. <laughs> See, now that's a crying shame. <laughs> so the power... Oh, one sec. Sorry. 
You like told me that you were gonna open the door and I was like, oh yeah, sure, go for it. What was that disgusting noise? I I had some like of this like tea and I took a drink and it was super cold, so it tasted gross, so I spit it back into the Oh my gosh. Just my head was turned away and then it sounded like someone threw up in my ears. <laughs> I didn't even think about the microphone like, aspect of it. <laughs> I was like, ew. I just feel like I don't know what my ending is. And so then I'm just talking out of my butt, but everything is just coming out poopy. <laughs> Which is what happens when you talk out of your butt. That's that's good. That's like a good thing to say is like if someone, you know, someone's just like talking out of their butt. It's like, hey, man, that's the problem with talking out of your butt. It's all a bunch of poop. Yep. And scene. <laughs> nice. So there you go. A little bit of what you can expect from the blooper and outtakes. Times when our mouths just no speak good. When we forget what we're saying, when we pronounce things wrong, when our cats decide that they want to just start throwing up right behind us during the middle of our recording, whatever that may be. And now I've been so excited ever since we recorded this episode that I was like, we need to let the world hear this for free because it is just too good to keep behind a paywall. So one of our episodes is called Abu Hassan and his epic fart or Abu Hassan Breakwind or. Yeah, I don't, I don't think in the thousand and one nights they ever title it Abu Hassan and his epic fart. I think that's what you've titled it. (laughs) That is what I've titled it because. Because that's what it should be titled. (laughs) Katrina. Tell people a little bit about how you found this story. So how I found this story is kind of typical of how I find a lot of our bonus material content. While I'm doing our research for our regular episodes, I'll usually end up finding tons of extra stories that sometimes make it into other episodes or I can find a way to quickly tell them in the episode But this story fit nowhere in with our Beauty and the Beast situation. I found it while I was looking for other stories from Animal Brides. While I was trying to find a translation for Hassan of Basra, I kept passing by this story that said, Abu Hassan break wind. And I thought it was just like a funny translation of what the proper title was probably supposed to be like a story of somebody who like broke the actual wind. So I was like, I just flipped through it, but then a different translation as I was flipping past it, it said Abu Hassan and his fart. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to stop doing the research I'm doing (laughs) and devote all of my attention to this. (laughs) The story was so delightful. I immediately had to retell it to everybody that I came in contact with. My children know this story. (laughs) Uh, My whole family had to listen to me tell the story. So then when it came time to come up with an idea for a bonus episode for that month, I was like, Jeff, it has to be Abu Hassan and his fart. I was 100% on board and 100% not disappointed with how hilarious this story was. It is such a hilarious gem of a story and Katrina's retelling is absolutely perfect. So I'm so glad that we can share it here with you today. So without further ado, Abu Hassan and his epic fart. Okay, so 
In the city of Kakuban in Yemen, there was a man. And then in the story, they go on to kind of describe him in a bunch of like these different family terms,、uh-huh. which mean absolutely nothing to me.、Um, <laughs> so we'll just gloss and- right over that. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, he's part of this family and this lineage and blah, 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 which I'm sure was very significant somewhere, but not in terms of what I want to tell in this story right now. <laughs> so he was from a very wealthy family. He was a very, very wealthy merchant. He was the most opulently wealthy merchant in the area. And earlier in his life, he had gotten married very young, but his wife had died soon after they got married, and he never got married again. Oh. I'm going to assume it's because he loved her so much that he knew his heart could never truly love another. It doesn't say that in the story, but that's how I'm reading into it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, all in on that. Yeah. He decided that he was going to. Throw himself into his work of being a merchant and just kept accumulating wealth on what he got stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> But all of his friends and family, of course, were constantly harassing him to get remarried because I think that's what family does.、Right? Yeah. They're just like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't, when are you getting married? Why don't you have a baby? What do you like? Yeah. Is your kid pie? Everybody's always in your business. So, his friends and family were constantly harassing him, but he was like, No, I want to focus on my career. I'm totally going to focus on my career. So, after decades of this kind of going on, he decided that he's like, Okay, I will go to the matchmaker. I will ask her to find me a good woman to marry. That's what we're going to do. So, he went to the matchmaker. She was delighted and so excited to find him somebody. And a match was found, a young maiden. Who was also from a very good family, who was beautiful and gentle and kind. And so high festivities were planned. Basically, this is going to be the party to end all parties. This、yeah. was like the event of the year. Anybody who was anybody was going to show up to this wedding. This is a big to do. Nice. So the, the doors of his giant home were thrown open, and almost the entire city was there to party. <laughs> so there was music, there was dancing, there was cheering, there was feasting. It says there were five different colors of rice, which that's not normally you know, how I describe rice in color. Yeah. But actually, if you've ever been to like the Middle East, they have like different spiced rice, so they end up being different colors.、Uh-huh. So I'm just like imagining like just like yellow and orange rice, and I'm like, mmm, smells so good. Oh man, yeah. My husband makes fun of me because I can tell different types of rice by the smell of it. Like,、yeah. I can stick my head in a bag of rice and be like, oh, basmati.、Uh-huh. And he's like, why would you know that's basmati rice? I'm like, because it smells like India.、Uh-huh. And he's like, what? And then I'll open like another bag of jasmine rice and be like, mmm, jasmine rice. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, it smells <laughs> like Thailand. And he's like, that's really messed up. At any given time, I have like five different types of rice in my house. Oh, yeah, because you got to have different rice to go with different things. Yeah. Well, because like I make、uh, Thai sticky rice in、uh-huh. my steamer basket. Yeah. And so I have to have like the glutinous rice、yeah. to use that with. I can't use basmati rice. Right, because it doesn't stick together. Because it doesn't stick. Yeah. So, yes, I'm a rice connoisseur, but I don't normally describe it in color. Uh huh. <laughs> 
But at their party, they had five different colors of rice. There were nuts, sweet nuts, savory nuts, walnuts, almonds, pistachio. There were sherbets of many colors and variety. And they had even got a camel colt. Uh-oh. <laughs> more, more animal like <laughs> names of. I'm like, that's what a baby camel is called. A colt. Um, a colt. So they even had a camel colt that they roasted whole. Oh. So that like there'd be tons and tons of meat yeah. for everybody to eat. So nonstop eating and dancing. This place was a madhouse. It was insane. So many people, so much festivities, so much good stuff to eat. So the bride retired to the bridal suite. And that was time for the groom to kind of stand up, thank everybody for like coming to his party. And so he stood up and everything went quiet in the hall for him to talk. (laughs) And that was when his body betrayed him. (laughs) And he let out a fart so long and so loud (laughs) that the walls vibrated. (laughs) It reverberated throughout his giant house. The people, you know, shockwave of like sound and fury just like hit them. But the people handled it so kindly, like immediately after everything kind of stopped shaking and they kind of (laughs) had a second to catch themselves from like the shock of the fart. They immediately started just like talking about like the weather or anything like just with each other, just immediately turned to each Uh, other and were trying to pretend like it didn't happen. Like, oh no, nothing happened. We didn't see anything, hear anything, feel anything, smell anything. (laughs) It was like a full, full, full body sensory experience. (laughs) So when they, you know, I'm like, that was so kind of them to like immediately try to like handle it with dignity. Yeah. But Abu Hassan could feel the blood rushing to his face, the heat of shame coming over his whole person And he excused himself from the room and he walked down the hall and he opened the doors and he walked to a barn and he got on a horse and he (laughs) rode the horse all night long, sobbing the entire way. He bolted into the night. (laughs) He bolted into the night openly weeping, ugly crying as he galloped through the city as fast as he could until he got to the coast of Yemen. And then he got onto a boat (laughs) and crossed the Arabian Sea (laughs) to get to Mumbai, India. (laughs) Which when I like, when I read that, I was like, I'm I'm sorry, wait, what? Like, guys, have you ever farted so badly <laughs> that you had to leave the country? <laughs> it's like, that's like something from like a Family Guy episode where it goes like, <laughs> the guy farts and he's so embarrassed that the next thing you know, like, he jumps out into a car and then it goes to like, you know, the map where it shows like the, just the line going like, oh, going down this way and now going to the the North Pole. But literally, what he did. 
Like, I looked it up because I was like, wait, how far away? Yeah, how far is it from is, the coast of is, Yemen to Mumbai? Well, not even like the coast of it because he was like in the center of Yemen because the city, like I told you, it's like a real place. Yeah. And so he's like, he was like in the center of Yemen. So he went 1,623 miles. Oh That's my gosh. A lot. So if you're in the United <laughs> States, it's the distance between Houston, Texas, and New Jersey. Oh my gosh. That is the entire length of California's coastline twice. Oh man. So basically he farted in in like San Diego and then drove to Canada. <laughs> drove to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst like, part is when he gets off the boat in Mumbai, someone's like, oh, nice to meet you. What's your name? He's like, oh, I'm Abu Hassan. He's like, oh, the guy who did the epic fart. <laughs> It's like the news had traveled that far. No, I'm just kidding. No, you say that as a joke, but he got to India and he assumed another identity. (laughs) And (laughs) he got a job working as the captain of the guard to some like regional leader there. And he lived there for 10 years. (laughs) And it said with a dark cloud hanging over him. (laughs) (laughs) Given the context is... Great wordplay. I I was like, I don't know if cloud is how we want to like describe that. Uh, But yeah, they're like, he lived for 10 years with a dark cloud hanging over him. And people said he was like a a man with a haunted appearance. He had the demeanor of somebody with a dark and troubled past. (laughs) And so like, you know, he never told anybody who he was. He never got close to anybody or gained any friendships. He just did his job and was alone and, you know, just got this living as the captain of the guard, but, you know, basically created a whole nother life for himself, like witness protection style. (laughs) So after a decade had gone by, he began to grow homesick and he really missed all the familiarity of home. He missed the city that he grew up in. He missed the people that he grew up with, his family and friends. And he decided that he needed to go home. And so this time he didn't have enough money to get on a boat. So he had to go the long way uh, on land. Oh, wow. And so in this story, it said that he battled hunger, thirst, fatigue, he fought lions and snakes and ghouls, <laughs> oh, which man. I did not know this, but the term ghoul that we know, like in English, the word ghoul, it's yeah. actually f- from the Arabic language. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A ghoul is, uh, it's like a monster that was like invented in like somewhere in like an Arabic country. But it's a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid. I got this from a definition, like online, like (laughs) Webster's Dictionary. It's a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid originating in pre-Islamic Arabian religion associated with graveyards and the consuming of human flesh. Wow. So So, it's like the OG zombie. Yeah. It's like the OG zombie, which I'm like, okay, they just are like, we just told you this like whole crazy story about him. They're like, he fought hunger, thirst, fatigue, lions, snakes, zombies. But are they going to get into any of those stories? No, No. because that's not the point of this story. (laughs) That's a lesser, (laughs) that's 
a less important story than the story that I'm telling right now, which is a story about a man who farted. <laughs> I love that they're like, no, this isn't like like the epic of like a Gilgamesh or something. Like, no, no, no. Like those are footnotes <laughs> in the greater story of the epic fart. <laughs> yes, yeah, like. Like, like those are side side stories, but we got to stay focused on like what the real important story is. It's about Abu Hassan breaking wind. Like that's what it's about. That's so amazing. yeah. At some point, this man's battling zombies, but pff, that's not the story we're gonna tell. <laughs> Forget that. So finally, he gets close to his hometown, and he stood up on a hill and he looked down at the town below. And his heart was filled to bursting with happiness because he was finally back home to the home of his youth and where he had been prosperous and somebody important. And so he issued a prayer out loud that no one would remember who he was and what had happened (laughs) so that he could live in happiness there again. So... As he went into the city, it said he dressed as a beggar, which I'm like, after he walked through the desert for probably like months battling zombies. Probably didn't have to try that hard to look like a beggar. Yeah, I'm like, buddy, I'm pretty sure you were like already there. (laughs) So he dressed as a beggar for seven days and seven nights, and he just moved around the city listening to hear what people are talking about. Which at first, when I was heard that, I was like, wow, this guy is so vain. (laughs) Thinks people are going to be talking about him ten years later. Seriously. And he's like, oh, I bet I'm going to come up in everybody's conversation. (laughs) I'm like, buddy, wow, like, really vain and stuck up. But the seventh night, he overheard a girl talking to her mother, and she said, mother, tell me the day that I was born because my (laughs) companion is about to take an omen for me, which I'm assuming means like astrological something or another. You know, like when somebody's like, oh, what time were you born? So they can tell you like what star you're Right, like they're going to like read their chart or whatever. Yeah, 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 read their chart. So she's like, mom, what day was I born? My companion wants to take an omen for me. And the mother said, my sweet, beautiful daughter, I will always remember the (laughs) night that you were born. You were born on the very night when Abu Hassan <laughs> farted. Which, okay. It created that, so much pressure like a hurricane. <laughs> it changed the, the very much like, pressure of the place that it like caused the water to break. <laughs> <laughs> or how I'm imagining it is I'm like, that lady probably was invited to go to that party, but then she like went into labor uh-huh. and couldn't go to the party. And she was like, oh man, the party of the century. And I'm going to miss it because I'm giving birth because I'm like, wow, what a day to yeah. be born. <laughs> anyway, so when Abu Hassan <laughs> heard those words, he stood up from the bench that he was sitting, realizing that Now that he was a date written on the calendar of people's hearts, he would never be able to live down what happened that night. And he walked into the desert, never to be seen again. Oh, (laughs) man. Oh, geez. The tragedy of Abu Hassan. (laughs) The tragedy of Abu Hassan. That's hilarious. Oh, man. I I love that story so much. So, I hope that story lived up to your expectations based on me hyping it. Again, it's one of my favorite stories that Katrina has ever told on this podcast, and I'm glad that you got to enjoy it. 
To hear more from that episode, we go on to discuss the story even more, and we even share a couple of personal stories of when we were so embarrassed that we either wanted to or literally did run away from the situation. So to hear the rest of this episode or for access to all of our other bonus episodes, come support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thefairytellers. We'll be waiting. No, that's the creepiest thing. <laughs> Operators are standing by Operators to take your call. Order and your now. credit card number. <laughs> While supplies last. All right, I think that's okay. Yep.